0: Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the I'm fine right where I am, thank you very much edition. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> I I need more context behind this quote, because oh, first of all, yeah. first, I like how I interrupted you. First <laughs> of all, who has ever been that content right where they are? I mean, like, I'm no. very comfortable right now, but I'm never no. fully content. <laughs> that's your anxiety. Um, That's yeah. my anxiety. <laughs> trauma as a child, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um. Or is this person telling someone off, I need to know, I need details." Oh, Jill,, <laughs> well, I'm the perfect person to ask.
0: So. <laughs> uh yeah, these are places like you don't want to go in,
1: you know, okay. like a classic
0: horror movie situation, like I'm fine right where I am. I'm not going in there. I see, yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so
1: here is much better than there.:
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. i see okay okay yeah i understand
0: yeah this is episode 068 abandoned places you don't want to be stuck in
1: yeah i'm i get it i get i'm gonna use the quote i am fine uh right where i am see? thank you very much i i will not be going to any of these places
0: yeah someone write that down that's a good line yes yeah. <laughs> uh i'm jill chacha and i am with just stay and put marissa riley that's me <laughs> Never going outside again. (laughs) (laughs) And if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock. Welcome. Uh, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time,
1: just like you. It's true. I had no idea what we were going to talk about. And uh, Jill didn't even give me a clue this week. I didn't. Uh, (laughs) I did not. So it's fine. In my classic fashion, it probably wouldn't be helpful
0: anyway. It's true. I was going to text you like, we're going on an adventure today, but
1: that wouldn't help. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Well, regardless, I am pumped for this adventure and a little nervous as per usual. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we should begin. We absolutely should. Okay. So today
0: is all about history and being slightly uncomfortable. Good, good times. So, yeah. We're going to learn a lot. Uh, you're going to hear about places you may never have even known existed. Ooh. And within those places are places that will stay with you
1: forever. Yeah. Uh, places within places. <laughs> Sorry. Did that make sense? It does. Um, <laughs> tell me about these places within places.
0: Okay. Right. So, uh, If you follow along on social media, if you follow us on social media, please do, because there's going to be lots of photos and screenshots today uh, about these places within places. I love a
1: photo. (laughs) I love it when you show me a photo. I'm so excited. I'm extra excited now. And
0: please feel free to Google in real time or search anything in real time. You may hear that strikes your fancy because, uh, trust me, you're going to want to see what this stuff looks like.
1: Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Uh,
0: so let's begin. And what better way to begin is by showing Dr. Marissa here a video with no context. Uh, that's right. We're jumping into the pool with no flotation devices
1: today. Sounds, <laughs> so, sounds about right. Take, yeah. me, take me there. Um, I yeah. am prepared for nothing. All right. so. <laughs> Put it on a tote. Put it on a tote.
0: <laughs> Put it
1: on a tote. Okay.
0: So... Uh, Dr. Marissa, if you would, please tell us what you see and your thoughts on what you're witnessing. And for my friends out there, uh, if you'd like to follow along, fire up your YouTube. Uh, now Dr. Marissa, you don't
1: speak Czech by any chance, do you? Um, (laughs) that's a fair question. I don't, uh, believe it or not, Mm. I, Dr. Marissa, uh, do not speak Czech. Okay. Uh, so spelling out the title won't give anything away.
0: So for our friends out there, if you search, Lakova, L, or Lukova, L-U-K-O-V-A. Next word is just a letter U. Next word is M-A-N-E-T-I-N-A. Uh, a video should come up by Lubos Yangbawa.
1: You nailed all of those words. <laughs> I really good. I did. am really glad I was not asked <laughs> to say those words. But you nailed it. All right. Are you ready to watch? I am so okay, ready. So please yes. tell us what you see in this YouTube video. Okay, all right. But before we even start, yeah. the opening shot <laughs> is this kind of gothic tower. Yes, it um, is. And it's almost black and white. This film is black and white. There's some trees. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Play, okay. play, play. <laughs> Here we go. Now there's no sound. Oh, no. Okay, oh, no. all right, all right. So we do a close-up. Oh, my God. Uh, pause, pause, <laughs> pause. Ah. All right, so oh, that, that's so, a that's a great place to pause on too. So okay, so we saw an out outside shot, an establishing shot. Is yes. that what I don't know? I'm not a filmmaker. Ex, exterior shot. Exterior right. shot. I've only been you know one like 18 festivals, uh, <laughs> but exterior shot. Yes, and then we did an interior shot, and inside of this building, yeah, which looks like it is a church. That's right, because it's full of little pews. That's mm-hmm. the right the little benches. Nailed it. Um, but. And it's empty, except for the fact that in each of these benches is a ghost. Um, There are a bunch of ghosts. Some of them are sitting. Some of them are standing. And by ghost, I mean a figure with a white sheet over it that looks very human. Yep. Um, Sure does. Whoever did this, well done. It's hilarious. And I love it. That's a word. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. I don't know if this is a joke. Um, I don't know if these ghosts are real and ghosts are actually just sheets. Um, but yeah. yeah. Do you want to see a little more? I guess so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you guess so? Okay, you know, so you know. we're panning around. Okay, so we see more of these sitting ghosts. And oh my God, are those people? Pause. Are these people? No, We'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I saw one move. It could have been a breeze. Um, but it, 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 it looks like people and and I'm seeing so more realistic, very That's realistic, sure. uh with sheets over yeah. their heads, and um, yeah, it's alarming, yeah. I am worried, <laughs> and some of them are bent over like they're praying, yeah. um some of their some of them are standing, yeah, some yeah. of them are standing with like arm uh holding their arms in ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really you... don't want to go here yeah. ever, mm-hmm. um, but I am happy it exists. Is yeah. there any more of the video? Do they, yeah. do you want to see more? It's basically yeah. a, all, of, it's about a
0: minute and 23 seconds of this, of all of this. Just okay. Walking well, around can this I, church.
1: Can I ask, do they ever move? <laughs> <laughs> they do not move. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think I've seen enough. <laughs> okay. I need okay. more details. Jill. Okay. Are these people, are these ghosts? Mm. Uh our great, great uh, question is it a prank? Um because if it is, I like it. Yes.
0: It's very intense. Um I yeah, let, let's get into it. Uh we're starting today in St. George's Church in Lukova, Czech Republic. Okay. Now where in the world is all of this? Don't worry, I got you. Everyone, imagine a map of Germany. Okay. All right. Point to its center. Okay. Now move your finger all the way past the eastern border and boom, you're in a tiny roundish nation of the Czech Republic. I love a roundish nation. (laughs) And at its center is its capital, Prague. But just a wee 125 miles west of there is St. George's
1: Church. Fun. I feel like Prague was like the, for a while, I don't know what kids like now, but like that was like the cool thing to name drop. Like, oh, yes. I'm going to Prague. Yes. I've been to Prague. Yeah. Or where do you, I want to go to Prague. Yeah. Like, I have told so many people at so many bars that I want to go to Prague. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know anything about Prague. I know absolutely nothing it's about
0: it. It's old as fuck. That's, that's, that's a good start.
1: That's not much to know <laughs> about it. But I do know it, it for a long time in my 20s. I thought it was very cool it without is. knowing a single thing about it. <laughs> it is wild. The th- I, okay, anyways, yeah. <laughs> I'll stop talking about myself. So Jill can talk more about um, something that has nothing to do with Prague. Um, But yes, Jill, tell me more about this. It's Prague adjacent. Um, so
0: um, Yeah, if you take a look at this YouTube uh, video, it's incredible. If you take a look at our screenshots of it, um, it should come as no surprise that this ancient place was originally built in a year, no one wants to remember,
1: 1352. Oh, I... I not only do I not want to remember it, I just, I I don't, I know very little about it. Was this pre-plague? <laughs> oh, I'm sure there was a plague going on. There's but, always yeah, there's a always, plague. Always,
0: always. Yeah, so, so 1352, and ever since, this church has experienced a series of disasters, man-made and natural alike, that have either left it nearly completely destroyed or simply falling apart. Okay. Now... Before we get into the 30 permanent ghosts that call this place home, okay, uh, yeah, there's 30 of them. Uh, let's meet the church itself. Okay. First. Yeah. Let's do it. So it had the unfortunate timing of being built in 1352, like we said, yeah. which was right, bef- right before a pr- particular religious conflict uh, that broke out. Uh, now we're talking conflict with the big C, something called the Catholic Crusades. I've heard of these. <laughs> yes. Again, like yeah. Prague. I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. Yeah. So, well, I'm sure I'm sure you know enough to yeah, we'll get to it. So, okay. uh, St. George's Church was St. George's Church was dead smack in the middle of what would become known as the Hussite Wars, which took place during this period. And from everything you probably know about the Crusades, the Hussite Wars were just as fucking horrific i'm imagining some game of
1: thrones shit but real exactly yes yeah exactly but but not everyone has like perfect bone structure and teeth right yeah no teeth yeah Yeah. uh yeah
0: a very very long game of thrones-ish story short the war kicked off when the hussites leader john huss or han huss depending uh was executed by the catholic church in 1415 for hearsay which is basically a Catholic, uh, a classic Tuesday at that time. Oh my God. Um, The Hussites, by the way, were a proto-Protestant Christian group that the Catholic Church just wasn't having any of. They just did not want them around.
1: Got it. Cult. (laughs) They're all
0: cults. (laughs) Everything is a cult. When this execution took place, the war started shortly thereafter from... 1419 to 1434. Uh, the Hussites went toe to toe against a combination of hardcore Catholic forces, which included the army of the Holy Roman Emperor Sigismund. Oh, sure. Uh, against the papacy itself. All and, right, all and, right. And all European monarchs, monarchs loyal to the Catholic Church. Internal fractions and infighting within the Hussites didn't help matters either. Clusterfuck. Th- there's
1: a lot going on. I said and a lot. It's all bad. Yeah, it's, I see. Yeah. I, I
0: understand. It's just violence all around. And the Hussites really didn't have a chance. And neither did this little church in the middle of it all. That's right. Yeah. So whatever was left was rebuilt after 1434. And honestly, just saying the year 1434 can cause a fire. So you guessed it. For years, this place <laughs> would find itself in a cycle of burning down and being rebuilt.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, this church, I mean uh, uh the, it, it nothing is working. Nothing's working. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a yeah. cool phrase like the odds are against it or something, but yeah. it's just it's <laughs> this just sucks.
0: Yeah. Uh believe it or not, between the the centuries of additional wars, deaths, and fires, the church always had a congregation. Oh wow. But that congregation felt like there might be something On some, like, I don't know, some underlying force making all this bad shit happen to it. Uh, They became like a very superstitious folk.
1: Oh, it must be because I don't want to say aliens. I don't (laughs) think it's aliens. I do think it's magical. I do think there is magic. Something magical? Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. I like that. Obviously. Magical aliens. No, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This is not... Jill, come on. Uh, this is not an alien situation. Um, I mean, I need a few more details, but yeah. I, I feel the magic. Okay.
0: Well, let's continue. Let's, okay. let's see what's up. So... They became a superstitious superstitious folk, uh, and it all came to a head in the kooky 1960s. Uh, Dr. Marissa, please tell us what event occurred that finally made the congregation
1: hightail it out of this church. Oh, my God. I like how it took until the 60s. All right. The 1960s. The 1960s. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, According to atlasobscura.com, quote, the final spooky event took place in 1968 and caused the congregation to flee. During a funeral service, part of the roof fell down into the church and onto the mourners. From then on, the <laughs> congregation, who was always who always suspected as much, was convinced the church was haunted and refused to enter. They held mass under the open sky rather than set foot inside the haunted building. End quote. Okay, no. so I've had a I've had a ceiling collapse in one of my apartments. You did, and um, it was not haunted, mm-hmm. um, unless you consider the landlord. Oh, yeah. uh, who was ripping us off? A ghost. <laughs> so Man, that's a bad presence. Yeah, it's <laughs> a pretty bad presence. A bad vibe. Uh, this, I don't know if it's a ghost. I think it is, I can't believe I'm going to say something that is not an alien or magical or anything. I, it just sounds like uh, a, an old building. Yes. Um, <laughs> as someone who's lived it, yeah. in a couple old buildings, yes. um, it's not up to code. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> Yeah. Am I ruining the magic no, by saying that, like this just this sounds old, you guys? It's an old fucking building. Yeah. i have seen a lot of shit. Yeah. That is
0: that is true. And it really sucks that it collapsed on Mourner's. <laughs> that really sucks too. Oh,
1: I forgot. I like how I moved on from like the part where people got hurt and I was <laughs> yeah. like, it's it's just a bad building, you guys. <laughs> Walk it off.
0: <laughs> it's fine. <Yeah>. So <clears throat> my friends. From nineteen sixty eight to twenty fourteen, Saint George's Church was left to basically rot. They just abandoned it. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Local resident Peter Kugel or yeah, Kugel. Kugel, Peter Kugel. Kugel told English. Quote Everything in the church was broken or stolen. Oh. Paintings and statues were lost. The church bell was stolen. The, the, the church <laughs> guys, I why? I know. The church organ was damaged. The tower clock and the mechanism were gone. Everything went missing. The previous Soviet Union regime certainly had no love for religion, so this was hardly the only site allowed
1: to fall into disrepair. Aww. End quote. Yeah. That's so disappointing. They could have really updated it. Oh. Keep that um. in mind. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: We'll do. We'll do. I, I hear you. I got you. So Peter actually bought the land the church sits on, and despite the state it was in, he didn't have the heart to completely demolish something that was built in 1352. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an, it's it's like an incredible coincidence he made that decision, and here's why. Okay. Enter Jacob Hadrava. Okay. Who in 2014 was a third year sculpture student at the University of West Bohemia. Okay. Now, Dr. Marissa, please tell us what was his assignment and what macabre miracle did this lead to? Oh my God, I'm so pumped. Okay.
1: (laughs) Jacob with a K told English radio, uh, .radio English.radio.cz, quote, everyone in class uh, was to find a suitable but dilapidated church for their own installation. I love this. With the aim of also trying to raise funds for the diocese to use for renovation. I decided to make figurative sculptures from plaster, which means getting the help of models who you prepare to cast. In my case, the models were fellow students. I did one cast in the church itself, but after that, I made a copy of the bench or pew and cast the sculptures at school. Uh, It means wrapping the model in plastic and a raincoat to protect their skin, and then adding different textiles dipped in plaster to create the overall shape and their hoods. A single statue, with a little luck, took around half an hour to complete, end quote, their statues! Their statues, Yeah. They're statues. They're, they're fucking statues. I yeah. love that. I know. Beautiful. Oh, I, I <laughs> love. Isn't art so cool? That's so magical. It is. Oh, we've, come, we've come back to magical. But it's, it's the magic of art. It's not the same thing. But <laughs> it is the same thing. It is the same thing. It's pretty damn magical.
0: Yeah, my friends, the casting went off without a hitch. And Jacob was able to install about 30 ghostly life-sized cloaked figures uh, no bodies within no faces can be seen just humanoid cloaks fucking everywhere i love it uh some sit alone bowing their heads in prayer some sit in pairs holding each other the detail is like crazy
1: Aww. check out the video
0: and because jacob added phosphorus to the plaster the figures glow at night because they've been sitting in the sun during the day that is
1: wild Yeah, it's pretty wild
0: yeah that is wild you guys <laughs> jacob i know <coughs> so get this my friends this mere art assignment transformed into a huge fucking hit a bizarrely beautiful sight that actually went viral leading to waves of tourists as far as brazil coming to see it mm-hmm. and... i know and that means tourists bringing their sweet sweet cash with them to the church
1: Oh. There you go. Money. Money.
0: Who doesn't love that? (laughs) So at the time I wrote these notes just a few days ago, the church's official website, uh, lukova, L-U-K-O-V-A dash Kostel, K-O-S-T-E-L dot CZ, noted that the installation has had over 233,162 visitors. Oh, my God. Making it a tourist hotspot. I love it. Yeah. Crazy. So I know what else you're thinking. Can I go see it? Oh, and yeah, yeah. I'm, I definitely <laughs> want to go. So the answer is maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> So if you find yourself in the Czech Republic, hit up their website before you make the trek. Uh, thanks to COVID and the country's winter months, viewings are limited. Also... Be ready to
1: donate money. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it sounds like there's a fee. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: and I know what else you're thinking. Did they make enough money to repair the church? Uh, you fucking bet they did. Yeah, they did. So remember that hole in the ceiling made back in the 60s? Yes. Well, that shit was repaired, and a lot of other additions have been made to secure the building. That's great news. I know. But wait, it gets better. Okay. Okay. This isn't a completely abandoned church. Okay. Uh, on occasion, the locals have returned to congregating inside for worship, but I'm going to say this in all caps, okay? They
1: sit there with the figures during service. Okay, so that's psychotic. <laughs> um that is the evilest thing I've no, heard not. this whole podcast. It's- it's pretty great. That it's pretty is great. wild, you guys. It's
0: pretty amazing. Y'all
1: in the checker-chalk. Cr- <laughs> They're hardcore. Crazy. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, and also, even more good news, uh, I have a photo Thank of this. Thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. All right, Dr. Marissa, please, what do you see in this photo? And, of course, swing by our social media uh, stuffs <sighs> to take a look at these people.
1: You, you got it. And I haven't even seen it yet. Here we so. go. Oh, that is so... <laughs> It's actually kind of lovely, but it it's is. also like hilarious. It's more hilarious because it's like these old they're so European old. Yeah. people in in their like old European people coats. They're adorable. Uh, they're pretty adorable, yeah. and they're balding. They've got you know, they're they're very adorable, and they're and it's just funny because they're sitting next to these fucking ghosts, <laughs> <laughs> and. um and some yeah. of them are smiling, and some of them are not and <laughs> and it's great. I think anyone would love this picture um yeah. i I certainly love it
0: this is it's incredible. I love how um because there are so many ghosts taking taking up room in the pews that yes they've they sit on the outside of the pews. they brought their own chairs <laughs>
1: so they do they're all
0: sitting on the outside No one has
1: tried to sit. Very close to them. That's true. They've so, kind of made a little bit of a distance, but you know, some people are crammed up right next to them, and those people are the coolest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, what
0: a strange and beautiful thing that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, after the break, if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you know this podcast loves a good whole. Fuck yes.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that's right. Uh, I mean, for example, we have an entire episode dedicated to staggering holes around the globe. I think it was episode 059, I think. Sounds about right. right? Also, they're just, our
1: podcast is full of holes. Just yeah. look for them. <laughs> You'll find them. Yeah. We'd love to talk yeah, about holes. We love
0: holes. Yeah. So hold on to your butts because uh, we're heading back to Siberia. Of course we are. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you remember Siberia? I doctors? do, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, yes. So please, everyone, stay tuned. Please do. We're the All Creatures Podcast. Each week, Angie and I explore and share amazing details about the many animals we share our world with.
1: Plus, Chris and I are both PhD scientists and educators. So we do the deep dives in the scientific research and then come back and share what we learn in a fun and casual way. We also speak with other scientists, animal experts, activists, and many other conservation enthusiasts from all over the planet.
0: So you can find the All Creatures Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, GoodPods, the other ones. (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And Dr. Marissa, we're jumping back into the pool with no context. Of course we are. <laughs> and no flotation devices. Uh, I'd love to show you a few photos of a staggering hole. <laughs> I
1: love <laughs> I love a, I love a staggering haul. I don't really know what that means, but I'm I am excited.
0: Okay, now this this hole is so deep and wide. I swear to God, it's rumored to suck in helicopters. Foolish enough to fly directly above it. Okay, you ready? I I, I mean I'm not, but <laughs>
1: I. Give it to me.
0: Okay, so uh, please tell us what you see in this photo. Uh, of course, this photo will be on our social media stuff, so please come on by and take a look at this hole. Uh, um, I'm,
1: gonna... <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine. I'm fine. I'm not thinking about the thing. <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> we all are. Don't worry. So I'm going to point to the buildings in this photo just as a
1: reference. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This is so scary! These are buildings. Uh, I can see that! Oh, my God. This looks like something from, like, Dune yeah. or, or like, a science fiction movie or Game of Thrones. I've been re-watching Game of Thrones, so that's all I'm going to talk about. Um, but, okay, so I see, like, you know when you're flying over a city? Yeah. Um, and you look down and you see all the tiny little buildings. Everything looks like little Legos. So I see, like, an entire city from the sky um but then the city stops because i i don't know how else to say this because there is like a giant hole in the ground (laughs) that is like the size of about half the city yes exactly right next to the city yes and there are houses and roads like right next to this hole yes and it's kind of a crater in that it gets it goes to a more of a point it's like a cone It's, it's like a cone yeah it's like an inverted cone, exactly. Um, and and I just it, are you it makes me, yeah. yeah, yeah. It makes me. I think this might be an alien. <laughs> yes. This might be a cave creature. This might be yeah. a wizard. I'm. Right. I i do not know, Jill. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, we are gonna get a little closer.
0: How's that sound? It's oh, fine. All right. <laughs> right. Here is a second photo. Um, just, if you were, like, looking outside your apartment building, this is what it looks like.
1: Okay. Okay. So, it's even worse. I...
0: <laughs> yes, it is.
1: When you get closer to it, it does get worse. It's massive. It is massive. Yeah. It's... You know what? Yeah. If I lived in this city, this hole is so big, all I would think about is, I'm going to fall in this hole.
0: Yeah. And I would... Like it, it feels like it's going to suck you in.
1: Yeah. And, and like, you'll see it, and and, and you will... Project your fears onto this picture. It is crazy. Like, you could be, like, street blocks away, and you would still feel like you're going to fall into that hole.
0: Yeah. It's, it's quite a presence. And um, please take a look at the close-up, because compared to the sky, compared to the the sea behind it, it's just...
1: There's the sea? Yeah, you see that right here? Oh, my God. Okay, so this is how big the hole is. The hole is so big, you don't even notice there's an ocean next to it. Yeah, this hole like yeah it it steals the show absolutely absolutely so my friends this hole
0: is called the Mirny Mine okay <laughs> and and it was created in the city of Mirny located in the Sakha Republic which is basically a vast chunk of the far 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 northeastern Siberia
1: oh i'm even more <laughs> haunted now i forgot about the siberian uh, part and now yeah. i'm just like oh god yeah
0: so seriously Saka is 1.2 million square miles of permafrost. Wow. That's just sitting on the shores of the Arctic Ocean. Oh, my God. So put a pin in that. Okay. Uh, This here hole is 1,700 feet deep. Of course it is. Yeah. And has a diameter of 3,900 feet. And to put that into perspective, this thing could swallow 11 Arc de triumphs. Yeah, the the big, the
1: big, the big uh, arch. Yeah, the big big ass arch. That's right. That's eleven of those. That's. I mean, none of this is making me feel better. (laughs) But I do have to know more, uh, specifically what happens when something falls in that hole. (laughs) Um, do people throw their trash there? I need to know.
0: Yeah, Uh, the entrance itself is about a mile across, and it's one of the largest man-made holes on Earth. Okay. So I'll say it again. It's so deep and wide. It's rumored to suck in helicopters. That fly above it. Put a pin in that, too. Oh. Okay. Because we are going to get to that.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, we are. I love it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so in. So,
0: uh, but first, why? Why, for the love of God? Why would y'all do this? <laughs> That's right. With such a mind dug, and honestly, how? This is northeastern Siberia, for the love of God. Well, to begin, we need to travel back in time to when everyone smoked on planes
1: 1955.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Now this part of Siberia was at the time called the Yak Yakut Yakut. Got it. Nailed it. The Yakut Autonomous Soviet Socialist Socialist Republic does not roll off the tongue.
1: No, not at all. Yeah.
0: So it was a greater It was a part of the greater USSR, which was economically devastated after World War II. Yes. And like any nation trying to regain its footing and prestige in the the world, the USSR came up with a plan so crazy, it just might work. Oh, okay. They were like, let's break new ground in the Arctic. Okay. It's literally right over there, across that sea right there. Why haven't we done this before? I mean, I can think
1: of like one reason, (laughs) is it's cold, that's all. Um, I know. Of a, yeah, place, yeah, it's a cold. place
0: colder than Siberia. Yeah. So yeah. So, so the first USSR backed expedition to the Arctic was underway. And tagging along were three geologists. And Jesus Christ. Uh, their names. Oh All my right. god. Good Please. luck. Do uh,
1: <laughs> you see them? I do. Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: <clears throat> their names. Three ge okay. Geologists. I can barely say the word geologist. You got this. Okay. Yuri Kabardin. Nailed it. Ekaterina Elagina nailed it. And Victor Avdenko. I
1: I am so impressed. Wow. Um, I just started dissociating <laughs> when I saw all those consonants. I was like, I oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing. I'm I'm very hot. I'm very She's sweating. <laughs> it's, it's oh okay. my gosh. So
0: So this lovely team was passing through Mierni and because geologists are going to geologists, they did some geology, okay, and they stumbled upon a find that would eventually drown the country in cash. Ooh. They found igneous rock called Kimberlite, okay. Kimberlite, uh, which long story short, is basically the tootsie pop of rocks. But instead of candy in the center, there's a diamond.
1: I see. I see where this is going. Yes.
0: I see where this is going. They wanted uh, money. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Now, needless to say, the USSR hauled ass in developing the Mirny Mine, but because of the location, this project was a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Marissa, please tell us via interestingengineering.com.
1: How did they dig and what did they face? I I would love to tell you because I would love to know more. All right. Quote, development of the site began in 1957. However, constructing the Mirny mining operation wasn't an easy task. For one thing, the weather conditions of the area were really tough. (laughs) Duh, you guys. Um, Winter lasts. Around seven months, with temperatures falling as low as negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. car tires and steel would often become too brittle to use, and oil would commonly freeze. Uh-huh. Guys. This severely hampered engineers and scientists who often need to resort to the use of dynamite and jet engines to melt the permafrost in order to reach the diamond deposits. The entire mine had to be covered at night to prevent the machinery from freezing. Things weren't much better in the brief summer months where the temperatures can shoot up to 70 degrees Fahrenheit. The previously rock hard ground would often turn to slush, making the site conditions pretty unpleasant, to say the least. Most of the buildings on site needed to be raised on piles to prevent them. <sighs> from sinking into the melted permafrost. Any processing plants needed to be built on more solid ground, so the nearest they could find was over 12 miles away from the mine. Despite these challenges, the mine was kept operational and would soon become very profitable. This was a real testament to the zeal and skill of the Russian engineers and miners employed on site, end quote. Of course, yeah. The Russians (laughs) would tolerate this. Oh, yeah. This is... A, this sounds like hell. Yeah. This sounds like a cold hell. It sounds like a cold, dirty hell. It sounds... I Put it don't want to go yeah. here <laughs> ever. <laughs> Chill. Oh, I'm just letting you know. Partner to partner, yeah. we're never going here.
0: <laughs> a, um, I, I agree with you on that.
1: Podcaster to podcaster. <laughs> so. I I mean, unless we have fans in Siberia. If you okay. are in Siberia, uh, yes. that's the only reason I would go. I would go to see y'all. Yeah.
0: And then we can go to this whole together and then just... Go back inside
1: real quick. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. We can point at the whole... Now I'm talking myself into it. But I don't want to work on this operation. This sounds yeah. awful. Yeah. So,
0: my friends, uh, they weren't kidding about the profit profitability. Uh, this diamond mind was quite the gold mind. Um, <laughs> hey, I'll leave. Uh, when, <laughs> Please don't. When the 1960s rolled around, they were pumping out 10 million carats or 4,400 pounds of diamonds a year. Jesus, wow. All of this meant hundreds of millions of dollars were pouring in every year for about 40 years until it was realized what's called open-cast mining or digging down into the earth, it wasn't going to yield any more profit. I see. So they basically took all they could get. Uh, So in 2001, mining ceased. Okay. And a massive, massive silent hole Was left behind it's so weird i know but don't worry my friends you can't keep a good capitalist down so if you thought digging a hole straight through the siberian permafrost was hard hold my beer
1: because
0: engineers were like let's just go horizontal instead (laughs) oh
1: yeah my god sorry i'm just processing this this is wild
0: it's wild so there have you a network of adjacent tunnels for underground diamond recovery. That's what they call it, but it's mining.
1: Okay, yeah. So they're
0: going horizontal. That began, and it, it is still happening, and uh, this is expected to yield diamonds for another 50 years or so. Wow. Uh Yeah. But between the abandoned massive hole and these tunnels, that profit sometimes comes with a price. Okay. You really don't want to be stuck here. Okay. So, Dr. Marissa, please read from the 2017 BBC article
1: Eight missing in flooded diamond mine. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Quote, eight miners are missing after a flood at Russia's largest diamond mine. Water leaked into an underground shaft on Friday morning when more than 100 workers were inside. Most have to be uh, most have been rescued from Myrny Mine in eastern Siberia, according to diamond company Alrosa, which runs it. However, the company said reports that those still missing have been located. uh, Wait, hold on. However, the company said reports that those still missing have been located were not true. And the search continues. Divers have reportedly arrived at the scene. The town of Mirani has declared a state of emergency. And quote. I mean, not to say I told you so, mirani but <laughs> this is a tough one. It's
0: a, it's a rough one, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, my friends, this little blurb
0: wildly understates what really happened at the mine and the adjoining tunnels. Uh, essentially... 300,000 cubic meters of water, the equivalent of 120 Olympic-sized swimming pools, had flooded the mine's crater at the bottom, like at the bottom of that cone. Yeah. So, and some of that water uh, broke out and into the tunnels.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. I see. I understand.
0: Okay. Over 140 men were trapped, 140, uh, but only eight survived.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrifying.
0: I know. I know. And uh, remember when we said this mine could suck in helicopters? Yeah. Now, now, no such incidents have been reported, but get this. Airspace above the mine is off limits because, because technically it can happen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So... It's imagination time. Is okay. everyone ready? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So please picture deep ass Mirny mine, which is a cone basically. Yes. Uh, and when I mention cold and warm air, make a little animation in your mind. Okay. okay. It's really cute. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. From author and journalist Fletcher DeLancey, quote, if a hole is deep enough, the earth will warm the air inside it. The deeper the hole, the warmer the air. Okay. Warm air rises and cool air sinks.
1: Okay.
0: So with a big temperature difference between in-hole air and above-ground air, uh, you get quite a bit of air movement. Okay. <laughs> so two things are happening. First, the warm air rising from the hole is less dense and gives less, less lift to a helicopter and its rotors than the cooling air it had been flying through. Oh, shit. Yeah, since the temperature change is extremely abrupt as the helicopter flies over the hole, the pilot may lose a bunch of altitude before managing to adjust the speed enough
1: to compensate for the loss of lift. So it doesn't exactly suck it in. Mm, It's just the change of air that it's not carrying it anymore. So just, whoop. You got it. Amazing. Yeah. I'm a doctor. It's a different kind of suck. (laughs) It's a a different kind of suck.
0: So uh, continuing the quote if a helicopter loses enough lift and hits the stream of cold air, it could easily slam into the side of the borehole before it ever developed enough lift or power to recover. End quote. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, that's a scariest thought, and this is a scary-ass hole. But don't worry, kids. I'll probably find an even bigger one in the next days.
1: <laughs> I was wondering, like, how you were going to end that sentence. Like, but don't worry. It blank. It doesn't, I'm, I, it's making people money. That's. Oh yeah! Oh fun. fun! Yeah, it is. Yeah, give it, give it a search.
0: Give it a Google. People, people work here. This is a mining town. Yeah, yeah. this is people make their
1: livelihood with this place. But also, just look at uh, just this look picture. at it. <laughs> just, just stare at it. Yeah. Lose yourself in it, and then don't do anything for the rest of the day. <laughs> it will <laughs> suck at your soul. It's yeah. crazy. It's like crazy. a helicopter. <laughs> So thank you for listening.
0: Thank you so much. (laughs) Subscribing, telling your friends about this goddamn hole and those ghosts and that church. Oh, yeah, (laughs) the
1: ghost church. I love that. That was great.
0: That's a tourist hit. Uh, Thank you. And please stay interesting. Oh, please do.